What? Wake up! You've been there, snoozing behind your eyelids when all of a sudden the alarm sounds, reality hits. We all open our eyes, get out of bed, yet many of us never really come back to life. Hi, I'm Camden and this is my podcast, Wake Up With Me and Live. You'll experience increased hope, vibrance, gratitude, and perspective as we shake off the old and put on the new. It's 10 till the rest of your life, people. Time to wake up. And I'm Camden. I am so glad that you've landed on the Wake Up With Camden podcast. Whether it is midday, morning, afternoon, or evening, it is the perfect time to wake up. (laughs) I served a mission for my church. I served... um, for 18 months and in the state of Minnesota and there in that lovely state, I learned how to speak Spanish and I worked with congregations that spoke Spanish with people from all over the globe and it was incredible. I'm so glad that I made that decision. It has been really formative in a lot of ways and ultimately led to the adoption of my oldest daughter, but that story is for another time. (laughs) Let me tell you a little bit about this decision. It was kind of huge. Uh, as missionaries, we pay our own way. We don't get paid. And we also don't date. Uh, we put all of that aside. We don't really have very much communication with our family. Missionaries now do. But I guess what I'm saying, I put my education on hold. We, um, we really do give up all of our personal ambitions to then substitute them for service of other people. And that's what made my mission so great is that I was not thinking about myself for 18 months. (laughs) I was honestly only looking for other people that needed more light, life, and hope. However, that was a big sacrifice, especially when I was 21 years old and uh, right in the middle of all the social stuff that I had been thinking of for so long. When I set out to make that decision... It was difficult, and I felt like I wasn't feeling guided or inspired one way or another. I thought it would be a fun idea, but I wanted to go because I knew it was the right idea for me. And I was having this trouble sitting up on top of a figurative fence, if you will, knowing if I should choose the side of staying at home and dating still and going to school and progressing in my education or choosing the other side of the fence and serving a full-time mission and sacrificing all the things I mentioned before. It wasn't until I finally decided, you know what, I'm just going to see what it feels like to not go on a mission. It wasn't until I finally did that, that I was able to really feel in my soul and my gut and the resonance in my body, whether or not it was the right decision for me at that point. Uh, Before that, it was really difficult for me to teeter-totter on the top of this fence, and it was very, very uncomfortable. Once I decided, okay, I'm not going to serve a mission, and I hopped onto that side of the fence, that is when my gut sunk. I felt complete unrest. Peace was very difficult to find, and I was very uncomfortable in a negative way, not in like a growing way. And so I very quickly changed my mind. I said, okay, you know, it had been a couple days that I sat in that. And it's like, okay, I reframed my mindset. And I said, my choice is that in such and such date, I will send in my application to go on this mission. And as soon as I did that, peace returned to me. I felt guided. I felt inspired. I felt everything positive and exciting with that decision. 
But it was so interesting that I couldn't feel that while I was sitting up on top of that fence. It wasn't until I actually made a choice that I could see that that actually wasn't the choice that I wanted. So what I'm going to offer to you today is to get off the fence. And to make this a little bit more visual, I want you to picture yourself up on that fence with a thousand different things that you're trying to decide on doing. And you end up staying in analysis paralysis. You end up staying up on top, not going anywhere. And you have a ginormous fence post up your rear end. And that is not comfortable for anyone. (laughs) It's just not. It's splintery. It's pokey. It's not great. And um, truly, sometimes we need to plant our feet on firm ground, get ourselves comfortable, get ourselves in a better mindset by choosing something so that we can figure out and, and scale, you know, the land with our eyes, if that's even the word, you know, scan, scan all the land on both sides of the fence with our eyes, our feet firmly planted, and decide if we're going to stay on that side of the fence and get our business done and meet our goals over there. Or if we're going to look on the, on the opposite side of the fence and say, you know what, that is actually where I want to run full speed. And you get a you know, back up, get a running start and hop over the fence and start running full speed on now the right side, the correct side, the side that you choose and love your choice to be on. Okay. Now, oftentimes we do associate our decisions with moral (laughs) um, attributes. Uh, And and a lot of the time that's just not the case. Sometimes we're like, and and I'm the queen of this, honestly, is I want to make the best choice. I want to make the right choice. I want to make the most correct choice. I want to make the most informed choice. And while these things are not wrong, like thinking back to my mission, like I knew what I'd be sacrificing. I didn't want to get halfway through my time there and say, ah, just kidding. You know, I, this is something I truly did want to commit to. And that was kind of the job. That was kind of the job description, (laughs) you know, um, is that they required that you go for 18 months. And I wanted to be able to make that commitment wholeheartedly. Now things come up, obviously, medical reasons and and regardless, like it's not like they would have kept me there against my will, but it was, it was something that I wanted to choose to do for 18 months. And so sometimes, yes, there, there is a decision, for example, maybe moving your family across the country, like there's some other consequences that go along with those ginormous decisions. But most decisions we make throughout the day are not ginormous decisions. These are just decisions that need to be made so that we can further our progress and learn, I either liked that or I didn't like it. Is there a pivot that I need to make? And, and we don't know until we actually choose. Uh, when I was playing soccer, we would go on beach runs. And so we'd run, I think, two miles out in the hard sand. And then we'd run two miles back in the thick sand. And I am not the best endurance athlete. I'm also not the best sprinter. But I loved soccer. I played it my entire life. And we wore these bright red shirts. And we would go out on the beach and we'd run. And there would be two teams of us, about, you know, a lot of girls. Um, What would that be? Like, 30 girls, about 30 girls out there running. And I was always the slowest, (laughs) always, always, always the slowest. But something that I knew that I could do is keep the pace, Um, pace for me. And I, I never stopped running. I was jogging at a snail's pace, but I never stopped running. And I remember one time there were these hecklers at the end of the beach this one time. And they were calling me terrible names and they were telling me I was so slow and why was I even out there and I should blah, 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 blah. It was the first time I really had experienced bullying. 
And it really like shook my spirit. But I was in such like a gritty position that I actually yelled back at them. I'm usually quite the peacemaker. But I stood my ground and I yelled back at them. And I remember pointing to the people in front of me. I don't even remember who they were. And I said, you see them in front of me? They have been sprinting and then walking, sprinting and then walking. But I have been keeping this pace the entire time. And I don't know why that was so important to me, except for it was a mental exercise for me. It was less about getting to the finish line first and more about keeping the pace and remaining consistent in my progress and mentally being able to show up and perform in a way that I could be proud of. I chose to run and the people in front of me, it was totally judgy of me, but I I thought in my head, like either choose to run or choose to walk. Now, obviously their goals were different than mine. Their goals were to get to the end, to finish, to have the experience. They were chatting the whole time. But for me, it was so much more than that. I, I had shows that for me, my quote unquote, getting off of the fence was stepping onto the slow snail, but continuously jogging side. I didn't want to put my body through, oh, I can just walk. It's okay. I didn't want to pretend like that was okay for me. What my body needed to know is that I didn't stop. I wouldn't give myself an excuse. I wanted to keep jogging. Now for them, they chose the other side of the fence that was like, No, I can do a jog-walk combination and still accomplish my goal. And I hope that what you're hearing here is that whether we choose one side of the fence or other really doesn't matter. Once again, it's not moral. It's not like we were doing something wrong on that beach that day, whether we sprinted the whole time, jogged the whole time, or ran walked. (laughs) It wasn't moral. But make, make a decision. Is this making any sense? Oh, I hope it's making sense. Make a decision based upon your values, love your decision, stick with it, and then if you feel like you need to change it in order to hit those values even better with more clarity, then don't give yourself a guilt trip. Pivot and change it. But I promise you that if you have a thousand different things in your mind right now, if you have that busy brain like I do, and you continue to just teeter-totter and not make a choice, you are going to bring more chaos upon you. For me, That was not running and walking on the beach. It was just choosing running. All I had to focus on was keep your legs moving in a jog. Okay, for me, that is what kept me moving forward. That might not be everyone else's story, but for me, it was. I chose it. I stuck to it. I liked it. I liked the way it felt, even though I hated it. (laughs) And I was proud with the outcome. And lastly, we we do hear this a lot in the coaching world, especially with the people that I end up coaching, Um, these, these busy brains, just like you and I both have, that we end up talking about the same thing every single week. Why is that? Why do we continuously make the same conversation every week? Well, one thing is that we're human and it takes more than seven days to actually make a change sometimes. especially if that has been ingrained in us for a long time. It's a mentality that's different. But another time is that we're just too afraid or it's too hard to set aside time to make a decision. Um, And our brains tend to tell us like, well, if you make the the decision, you might fail. (laughs) Who cares if you fail? You know what I think a failure is? It's like um, it either doesn't happen or it doesn't get finished. 
And if you're on a road or if you're on the side of the fence that you don't like and you don't finish it, who cares if you fail? You didn't want to finish it anyway, right? So if I'm if I choose a side of the fence, I want that fence post, you know, out from under me and I choose a side and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not too bad over here. But you know what? I think I actually do want to be on the other side. It made it more clear that I don't want to be here. Um, then fail. Don't finish. That's not where you want to be. Go put yourself where you do want to be and don't make it mean anything about not finishing the project. Now, if it is a project that you actually do want to finish and you're not guilting yourself into it or shaming yourself into it or feeling like, oh, if I don't finish this, I'm going to be a a terrible person that nobody can count on, which are complete lies. If this actually is something that you want to finish, then let's take a look at what other smaller decisions are you sitting on the fence about? (laughs) What other smaller decisions do you need to take and hop off yet another fence so that you can continue to progress in that? final thing. So I'm kind of all over the place today. Big surprise is how we are each time. But I guess uh, in in general here, there are a variety of different ways that we can choose to live our life. Most of these decisions and these choices are not moral. They're not good and bad. They just are choices. And the important thing is, is that we make the choice and then we honor the choice. We feel out the choice and we either choose to go with it or you choose to pivot. And the pivot is just as valid as the initial choice itself. So I'm so glad that you're with me today. Remember how much I love you. Remember how much I believe you. I am cheering you on. If you have not yet signed up for the webinar that I am doing with the amazing Miss Sari Payne, it is coming up in just a week and a half, two weeks, you guys. So head on over to either the show notes or over to my Instagram, and that's where you can get registered. This is all about getting shiz done and still having fun. I'm excited to see your faces on Zoom. And until next time, you've got this. You've been listening to Wake Up With Camden. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend who's also so ready to wake up. You can follow me on TikTok and on Instagram at Camden underscore ADHD. Thank you for being here. You have got what it takes and I am cheering you on.